0: Live from SmittyOne.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show, live, live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. A lap. What is going on, good people? You are watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm your man, Smitty, and I work for you. I work for you. And today we're doing fantasy football face-offs, among other things like answering voice messages, doing some phone calls, everything you can think of. We'll be doing it live here on the Fantasy Football Show. We're here Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. And what better names to kick off than Christian McCaffrey versus Brees Hall? Who, who do we like? I, I know you guys know who I'm going to pick. But let's talk about it from a redraft and a Dynasty perspective, okay? CMC versus Brees Hall. In Dynasty, it's clear as day Brees Hall. You can't even make an argument for Christian McCaffrey in Dynasty because this guy maybe has one, one and a half, probably not two years left, probably not two years left, maybe one, one and a half, but Hall is just getting going, and Brees Hall... According to pretty much anybody that knows what they're talking about, is gonna tell you he's a first-round fantasy football dynasty prospect. Okay, maybe you could argue and redraft. It could take him some time. It's the Jets. Uh, wait till the Jets become the Jets because the Jets is gonna have a different ring to it. Just like the Bengals have a different ring to it. And don't tell me there's a difference. Your boy Smitty. Said the Bengals would happen, and the Bengals happened. I said they win the division. They won the division. Now everybody loves the Bengals. There's no laughing going on when we talk about the Bengals. It's hilarious how everybody loves the Bengals now. The Bengals, the the 2023, not we won't say 2022. The 2023 version of last year's Bengals will be the New York football jets. They will become... That Bengal team that co- that goes from rags to riches, we'll see a little but a little bit of it this year, as uh, there's some maturity going on with Zach Wilson and all those surrounding pieces that gotta mend and and, and, and mesh together. It's it's a very tough conference. It's a very tough division. I don't see them making the playoffs, although they could make a push for it. They could be very surprising. They could they could just be one of those teams where you're like, wow, what a season they're having. Um, you know, similar to. Uh, similar to the Bengals you know it's going to be really that formula walking into 2023 I think it takes them one year to get together and mesh and and get things going but I absolutely love the Jets and the future they're building so Brees Hall clear as day top pick in Dynasty if you face these two off now the question is for one year do you want to go CMC over Brees Hall if we look at ADP if we look at ADP, guess who's going ahead of the other? McCaffrey. If we look at ADP, everyone's taking this guy at five, four, six, eight, three. Some people take him too. I don't understand that, but some people take him too. You're going to find the consensus is about CMC. Now, I will tell you that I would probably take CMC to trade him if I thought I could trade him. But if you ask me, hey, Smitty, You can only pick one of these guys. You can only pick one of them. you got to get on a plane. You're not coming back and you're not landing the plane until the season's over. You can't make trades. You can't do anything. You just have to pick who's going to outscore the other and get on the plane and go. There's no trading. There's no ADP. Who do you pick? When you land in week 18, I'm going to tell you who outscored the other. I'm going to take Brees Hall. I'm going to take Brees Hall. Doesn't mean I don't try and use the ADPs to my advantage. Doesn't mean I'm i am not going to try my best to draft Christian McCaffrey and make a trade. It, it, I would trade out of this pick to take Brees Hall in round two. One of my favorite moves in 2022 is to trade out of round one into round two. So I can grab a Brees Hall over a Christian McCaffrey the right way. Do it the right way. Take Hall later because that is the right way. But if you ask me to just tell you who's going to outscore the other, I don't think Christian McCaffrey stays healthy on the year. If McCaffrey gets fed the way he gets fed, this is similar to Derrick Henry. It's a double-edged sword. If McCaffrey gets fed the way he needs to get fed, he will be the best running back in the NFL Per start because that's what he does. We haven't noticed a drop off like with other players, like when Todd Gurley fell off. We saw it. Your boy Smitty saw it. I banged, a bang the mallet over and over on a YouTube channel. Saying no Todd Gurley. No Todd Gurley. That YouTube channel is this YouTube channel that you're watching right here. That's right. ten thousand times. No Todd Gurley. No Todd Gurley. I thought about doing that this year. Although I think my time's better served creating an hour video about good content than doing that. I was going to do it. I thought I'm not going to do it. I was going to do it with no Derrick Henry. No Derrick Henry. No Derrick. Who wants to see me do that 10,000 times in a row? Who doesn't? Let me know if that's even a valuable video at all. It's awareness. That's why I did it. It wasn't to be stupid. It wasn't to be an idiot. It was to raise awareness. This guy actually went on YouTube and said no Todd Gurley 10,000 times that held weight with people. That made people say, hey, you know what? This guy put in an hour and a half, two hours saying no Todd Gurley over and over. Maybe we should listen to him. That was the whole point of doing it. And I was correct. Todd Gurley dropped off. I feel like I kind of need to do that with Derrick Henry. I don't feel like I necessarily need to do it with Christian McCaffrey. Per start, I think he will be a beast. But the thing is, he needs to get the volume He needs to get the volume that Christian McCaffrey is accustomed to getting in order to produce Christian McCaffrey numbers like Derrick Henry. needs to get Derrick Henry volume 26-27 carries on the ground to give you Derrick Henry production. And if either one of Christian McCaffrey or Derrick Henry get their usual volume that gets their usual numbers, they will get hurt because that's become the usual thing with these two guys. The workloads are unreal. I don't want to hear that Derrick Henry is built different. He can take. He's not built. De- he's built different in a way that's negative in the end. At the end of the day, being bigger, being a bigger human being, taking hits a little bit harder when you fall on the ground. The bigger you are, the harder they fall. It's not a good thing. Why do why do people keep saying Derrick Henry's built different? Like it's gonna be a good thing at the end of the day. It's not, he's going to look like he's running in mud and it's going to happen like that. It's going to look like he's running in mud and you're going to watch him and it's going to be painful. The day that he completely falls off, and it could be this season, at some point this season, it's going to be painful to watch because here's this guy that's dominated everybody and he can't, it looks like he's running in mud when a player at his size loses a step. That's it that's it, It's then it's done, it's done, and it's really, really hard to watch, Christian McCaffrey hasn't lost a step, Christian McCaffrey has been abused, his workload is through the roof, this man will never be the same again, he could produce really well for a short stint of time, but if they feed him, he will get hurt, because the dude has been overwhelmed. He's been the biggest percentage of his offense for a consistent amount of time, more than any other player by a mile. There's nobody that consumes a percentage of the team's offense like McCaffrey has, year after year after year after year. Drop offs, drop-offs happen. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. Um let's see here. Smitty speaking of CMC, sort of. Any trusted sources on the Panthers shopping baker or jimmy i i you know i there's nothing that i see that feels like anything is brewing in terms of either jimmy g who's hurt he can't pass the physical right now so there's there's nothing that can happen so any talk about jimmy g to the panthers is bs and then on top of that baker no one's calling for baker no one's calling for baker i doubt something just kicks into gear now so i wouldn't expect anything um here what's up appreciate you here Bring it. Bring it. Uh, see what you're saying, but CMC is worse than Henry. CMC's build is worse than Henry. I don't I don't know, Sandu, that I would say that that's correct. I would say Christian McCaffrey is... They're both built differently, but Derek Henry, his build is not the typical build of a running back. And while everybody thinks it's a, an amazing size and everybody should be the way Henry's built... Everybody should run the way Henry runs. Keep in mind that Henry couldn't get the starting job. He couldn't beat out Deion Lewis for a little bit of time. He couldn't beat out DeMarco Murray. This man struggled to become a starter in the NFL for multiple years. People think Derrick Henry just rolled out of bed. He was so dominant in high school and college, he got to the NFL level and it was too quick for him. He couldn't get that that, that quick step and hit the hole quick enough. He would just get consumed behind the line of scrimmage. Derrick Henry was almost a bust. For those that didn't play fantasy football hardcore back when Derrick Henry was a rookie and a sophomore, he was literally being written off by people because he couldn't hit the hole. He was not fast enough not quick enough behind the line of scrimmage to get into open field. It took him a long time to develop. And I know a lot of people say, well, there's the thing, Smitty. He hasn't done this forever. He's older, but he was spared a lot of usage early on in his NFL career. True, true, but he also was overworked more than any running back you can probably find statistics on through high school and college. The dude was overwhelmed with volume, just completely abused into the NFL okay nobody carried more than this guy he had 300 200 400 he had like a four or 500 yard game in high school it was crazy his high school stats were out of this world let me pull up his high school stats Derek Henry high school stats this is unreal and and I, and I know this is just gonna make some of you think he's even better now you know and I, I don't I'm not trying to, to, to hammer home this point in a way that's I mean, he's great. We need to respect what he did. But look at his high school senior year. This is his senior year game log. 336 yards and three TDs. 242 and four TDs. 303 and five TDs. 510 yards on 45 totes and six touchdowns in week four of his senior season in high school. 362 and six, 201 and three, 215 and three. A little bit of a down game there with the 215 yards. Taking it easy, taking the day off, I guess. Uh, uh, then he had 455 and five, 242 and three, 404 and six, 485 on 57 carries, six TDs. Don't tell me Derrick Henry has less mileage because he he struggled to gain the job when he walked into the NFL. Don't tell me he's rested or he hasn't had the the mileage put on the tires. This is his senior season in in high school. This is unbelievable. Like let's 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 give him a round of applause for being so amazing and dominant in high school. You've just been Smitty approved. On that note though, let's not pretend like he saved himself the early part of his NFL career because the dude did this in high school. He got abused in college. He had, I believe, a top five carry season in the history, in the history of the college football game. This guy has had a top five carry season. So I just want to put to bed the idea that he's been saved and and his career started very late. And no, so... This dude right here. This dude right here, Derrick Henry, is is going to hit a wall and it's very it's going to be very very painful to watch. I'm not saying that he can't look good week 1 out of the gate. And I we're somehow we got on the Derrick Henry topic when <coughs> we we were literally talking about CMC. Hold on. Ugh. Christian McCaffrey was the topic at hand. Let's go back to Henry. Hold on. Let me put Henry on screen. We've got to have Henry on screen. Otherwise, it's going to confuse some people. Hold on one second. Copy this, paste that. Derrick Henry. Henry. Boom. Okay, there we go. So, Derrick Henry, I'm not saying this guy can't walk into week one. Okay, and dominate. I'm not saying Derrick Henry can't walk into week one, two, three, four, and dominate. But if you think Derrick Henry can hold up on 27 carries a game and be elite for 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 27 carries a game for another season, you're out of your mind because the workload is massive. 2,000 yard season, 400 and something carries, 413, I think it was, 413, 408 carries. In that same year, where he rushed for a thousand yards, he broke. That was the year he broke. That's the year Derrick Henry died in terms of fantasy football production. It just is the. It's the facts. Like, if he looked bad in his first game back, it was only one game. He was probably not in the best shape. Granted, we can't sit here and act like Derrick Henry needs to be judged off one game back, his first game back from the injury. But the dude has a plate in his foot. To, to my knowledge, he could have had it taken out if he had the plate taken out. That helps me a little bit feel like, okay, maybe he lasts a little longer. Dude's got a plate in his foot, to my knowledge, until we find out differently that the plate was taken out. He lost a step when we saw him on the field. And whether he gains that back through off-season workouts or whatever, I get that's where a lot of people are going to go. The question is... Will he be given 27, 26, 28 carries a game? If he he is given that, he will break. If he gets 18 carries a game, he won't produce Derrick Henry numbers. This dude needs 25 plus carries a game to get going. He has 30 and 40 yards in the beginning of games, and he can't get going until defenses get worn down and he gets overworked in the third and fourth quarter. If you owned Derrick Henry last year, you understand that. He would have 120, 150 yards at the end of the game with two or three touchdowns. He'd have 30 or 40 yards at the half. So these two guys are the biggest risks that you can find given the draft capital is above seven overall. What's up, Raj? Raj in the building. What's up, pal? Um Smitty, I traded away Gibson and a 2023 second round pick for Waddle after your stream the other day. Thank you. Gibson and a 2022nd for Waddle. I like that. I like Waddle. I like Waddle. I don't know that I believe in Gibson. I, I like that move. That was a good move. Nobody's expecting 50 points every week, says Silver. Um, a lot of people are. A lot of people are. Um Henry was supposed to be the next AP. I mean, Henry, Henry played like that, the Bruce. He didn't disappoint, but he's not gonna return to the old Henry. Don't forget Henry has a plate in his foot. That's what I was saying earlier. Mario 4.52. Smitty, are you sleeping on Damian Pierce? I'm not sleeping on Pierce. I like Pierce, but like to expect anything this year, um, you know, draft him and hope. Hope he gets a shot. I like Pierce. He's the king for a reason That's the t- standard response Macho Taco that people t- typically give Hey, he's ki- he's different He's built different I just ate before And I feel like I gotta like belch <clears throat> I guess not uh, Macho Taco I hear this And it's like, it's the most um, No, f- Macho, I love you I'm not saying you said this But when people say he's built different, that's why he's going to do it. Like, that's the most, I don't know, just plain Jane response that has no relevance whatsoever to why he's going to rebound. You know what I mean? Like, people say he's built different. But he's different. But he's different, Smitty. So is AP. AP eventually fell off. The mileage was too much. His body, he didn't have the step anymore. If anybody thinks Derrick Henry's just going to come out and continue to have the quick step after the plate in his foot, the mileage racking up, the high school mileage, the college mileage, nobody's been overworked like Henry. People don't realize his high school and college workload. And the fact that he's had... The biggest amount of work in a tight window. It doesn't matter if Zeke Elliott's had more work. Zeke's going to fall off the face of the earth too. But when people say, well, Zeke has more carries, Derrick Henry should be able to get to to Zeke Elliott's carry total or touch total just because that number should be attainable, right? No, because the amount of volume that Henry got in a short period of time broke him. He will not be able to sustain. Even if he looks Derrick Henry... Esque, right in week, week one, week one through four, he looks Derrick Henry esque. That doesn't mean that means you trade him, you sell him high. You got lucky that he still had it left in the tank to give you just one more month or month and a half. Sell him high. If you take Derrick Henry and he balls out and he balls out, you need to trade him before he breaks again. You like, just like I told you last year. Dog Henry killed last year. You're crazy saying he's broken. But Mac, I I predicted him to get hurt. So what do you mean he killed last year? He got he broke exactly where Mac, I don't know if you're new, but I said he would get hurt. He would get hurt by double digit weeks, and you wouldn't you would fail if you didn't trade him by week 10. Mac, so how am I crazy? How am I crazy when exactly what I said happened, what happen, happened? He fractured his foot, not torn muscles, sounding foolish. Okay, bro. Okay. <laughs> you do you. You do you. Go draft Derrick Henry in the first round. And then come back and tell me, well, you couldn't predict that he was going to tear his, his, his ACL, Smitty. You couldn't predict he was going to tear his Achilles or rip his patellar tendon off his kneecap. You couldn't have predict. You couldn't have predicted that. Yeah, that was laugh worthy. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love it when people come in here and they think they're taking me to school on something. He killed it last year. Exactly what I said would happen last year happened. You just proved my point, Mac. I I told you. I gave you the blueprint for Derrick Henry last year. You you take him? If you take him, you take him. And you trade him? You trade him by t- week 10 and you make out like a bandit. You trade Christian McCaffrey before he gets hurt again. It was a formula. If I draft him and I'm right, I'll come back. And if you're right, I'll be back. Yeah, right. I can tell you right now, Mac, If when, when and if you're wrong, you won't be back. You won't be back to come in and say, you were right, I was wrong. You literally will never hear from you again. We've seen this song and dance. Everybody in here watching, the 70 people in here, have seen someone come in exactly like you have, Mac, and say, it's Christian McCaffrey running back one. You're going to say, everybody tell him. Tell him what happened when the guy came in and told me Christian McCaffrey running back one. You're going to be an absolute moron, Smitty. You're going to be an absolute moron. Christian McCaffrey running back one. You will see. I'll be here every single day. And once Christian McCaffrey is the running back one, you will see. You will see. (laughs) And then what happened? Tell him, guys. Tell him what happened. The minute Christian McCaffrey went down again, as predicted, trade him before he gets on the field and ruins your chances of getting something. What happened? We never saw the guy again, Mac. We never saw him again. He vanished into the ether. He never came back. He crawled back into the abyss. Never came back. We're still waiting for him. What was his name? What was his name? It was like, it was like, I forget his name. What was his name? Anybody remember his name? But but Mac, what you're gonna do is do what you just did—blame a soft tissue injury or a, a, a or something freak. It doesn't matter, Mac. Let me explain something to you. Like this is facts. You think you're throwing facts at me, and I appreciate you being here, and I appreciate you saying Scouts honor. You're gonna come back. That's great. Um, that's great. I don't think you'll be back. But 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 here's what I here's what I want to tell you. This is not me. You said I'm sounding foolish. You said I'm sounding foolish. Let me give you facts because you haven't given me anything that's factual. Here are the facts. You run for 2000 yards, you break. You run for 2000 yards unless you're Barry Sanders, which is so long ago the game's different now. There's a four to a three to five year shelf life for running backs. It's different. 26 is the new 30. Running backs break and are done by 27, 28 now instead of 30, 31. It's different. I've been here for 20 years doing this professionally, Mac. I'm not just throwing out some kind of lame uh, prediction without any kind of substance behind it at all. There's a reason I've been doing this for 20 years, Mac. And I'm telling you right now 2,000 yards breaks a running back. And if for some reason it doesn't break you, and like the other eight, like the eight running backs that have run for 2,000 yards, Barry Sanders was the only one to not have a huge cut in half decline. The rest of them either had half of uh, of the production and then broke and fell off the face of the earth or they fell off the face of the earth that season and got injured and never returned to form ever. Vanished into the abyss like I believe most will that come at me and say, you're going to look foolish, you're going to look foolish. I appreciate you being here, Mac, but Christian McCaffrey, Derek Henry are on their last hurrah. The question is, how long are they going to give you? Will Derrick Henry be a beast for eight more games? Maybe. And if he is, my advice is to sell him high. If you think you're going to get 17 games out of Derrick Henry, and let's say he's balling out in the in the first month of the season, which I won't feel wrong because I'm telling you, it's possible. If you don't trade him by that, the end of that first month, you will be sorry. You will be so upset at yourself because you would have been able to trade Derrick Henry for the world if he's balling out. If he's doing the same old Derrick Henry things. There is something called the 371 carry curse. Dude had over 400 carries. He broke that he surpassed that curse total, bro. 400 carries breaks you. And it's not like you break the next season and then kind of you need a year to recoup. You break You never return. 371 carry curse. There have been very few running backs that have crossed that threshold and had another successful NFL season or fantasy football season. He crossed the 2,000-yard barrier. He crossed the 400-carry barrier. And he broke as predicted. And he has a plate in his foot. And now you expect him to come back and ball out for 17 games. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I'm just telling you, if you if you draft him and he balls out, trade him as fast as you can before that first month is up or you will end up losing all of your uh, momentum. <clears throat> okay, appreciate you, Mac. Even though you said I'm foolish, I appreciate you, Mac. I appreciate you. I still appreciate you, and I'm going to win you over. Mac's going to be one of the biggest fans of the show Mark my words. Mark my words. Uh, Somebody throw another face-off at me. Someone give me a face-off. Give me two players to debate on screen here. We're doing fantasy football face-off. This is kind of like fantasy football court, right? Let's throw the fantasy football court music on. It's time for fantasy football. Court! 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 Face off time people this segment is brought to you by I gotta move this graphic here. There we go. There we go. Uh Rashad White to the moon. Of course he's to the moon. To the moon Of course he's to the moon. What kinda of, kind of silly question is that? Burrow versus Herbie. Woo doggy. Burrow versus Herbie. Um, I love Burrow. I love Burrow. And look, Burrow, Burrow has Cook versus... We're not going to do Henry. We've already done Henry, Mac. We're not talking about Henry again. Um, Kelsey versus Andrews. That's a good one next. Okay. Burrow versus Herbie. I'm going to say that as much as I love both of these guys, and as much as I love Burrow's wide receiver room more than Herbert's, Herbert's taken that step. Herbert's got the defense... They've upped this defense, production-wise. That's going to push the offense down the field, ball control, uh, living in the red zone. These are all things that will become commonplace for Herbie and this Chargers offense because they've upgraded this defense. Mac, you've got some of the you've got some of the scariest defensive players now on this roster that I think are going to create just opportunities for Herbert to score four and five touchdowns again. Even when Herbert has like a 200-yard game because he doesn't need to throw the ball, he will be in position to score those four and five TD games because of the defense, because of field position. So give me Herbert. You guys know Herbert's my quiet number one overall quarterback in Fantasy Football 2022. And if I get a laugh or uh, you got to be kidding or if Mac comes in here and says you sound foolish, I ask you to go look at your standings and your stats from last year in your fantasy league and look at where Herbert finished last year before you open your mouth. Because guess who finished number two pretty much across the board in fantasy football quarterback scoring in 2021? His name's Justin (laughs) Herbert. So I don't want to hear anything negative about my number one overall call, Justin Herbert, NFL MVP. Next up on the on the docket is Macho Taco, who's got Kelsey versus Andrews. I get that you've got Hollywood Brown elsewhere. You got volume that needs to be consumed, right? Yeah, yes and no. There's a certain point of happy medium. Same thing with Tyreek Hill. These are very, very good players to throw out. Because number one, I see a couple of these. Uh this one's good. This one's good. Smitty is a fool, and I'm here for the fool's gold. I don't know if this is an underhanded compliment, Justin, or not. I'm still going to weigh it out. Kelsey versus Andrews. Both these guys lost their number one wide receivers on the offense, right? So you've got Kelsey commanding more volume, right? You've got Andrews commanding more volume, right? Someone's got to pick it up. Wrong. They're overfed anyway. These guys are at max capacity to Produce from the tight end position if you overwork them, if you feed them more, uh, Justin says they're supposed to be a compliment. Okay, if you feed them more, they're gonna break. They can't, they can't, Kelsey can't possibly take on more volume, Andrews can't take on more volume, so really they kind of are where they are still. Meaning, Kelsey, if it's redraft, I'm drafting Kelsey number one because he's my number one ranked tight end, so Kelsey redraft dynasty. Kelsey's on the verge of having those, those injured seasons. It's here. He, he's been worked for too long. But is Andrews really that much safer? Um, give me Kyle Pitts over both these guys. But if I have to decide between these two in Dynasty, it's Andrews, but you know that's not to say either one has a huge advantage over the other of staying healthy cuz you know i think andrews could run some risk of of being overutilized being the only target that that uh, defense is key on cuz think about it from this perspective everybody thinks that hill going and and hollywood brown going is great news it's fantastic for both these tight ends it's not defensive attention defenses will now focus on shutting down kelsey they couldn't do that before with hill going all over the field, just racing around. Now they can worry and focus in on stopping Travis Kelsey. The same thing can be said, the same exact thing can be said for your boy, Mark Andrews. You might say, oh, he's going to get fed more, but defenses will focus on trying to shut him down. So I don't think it's as simple as he's the best option now. He's the only option now. Now he's going to get so much volume. It's going to be out of control, crazy. I think nothing really changes other than there's more injury risk for both of these guys. Andrew Di- Andrew Dynasty, Kelsey Redraft. <laughs> Next on the docket is C.D. Lamb versus Debo Samuel. Uh, and then on uh, on deck would be probably, let's see here, Deontay versus D.J. Moore. That one's good. J- Javante versus Jamar Chase. I like that. Um, put that one right here uh M- Matt jo- Jones Jones Matt Jones or Matt Jones who's Matt Jones bro Matt Jones versus Tua I think you mean Matt Jones um no thanks I don't need to do that one Take that to small claims bro don't bring that to the main court Matt Jones Matt Jones versus Tua get out of here Take that down to the to the civil side bro this ain't here for the supreme court that's some garbage Monty Brees Hall Michael KCPA is trying to get me worked up, but I'll put that one there anyway. Uh, all right, let's go. CeeDee Lamb versus Debo. CD Lamb versus Debo. I'm... Go- God, that's a tough one, Calvin. You're really pushing my buttons here. Um, I'm going to say... This is close to a tie. This is close to a tie, because look, bottom line is, Debo is getting disrespected like mad. This man... This man, you asked this man to go play another position. You said, hey, Debo, do you mind playing running back for a little bit? He crushed it. He crushed it. Number one wide receiver in yards per catch. Number one, not number two, number five. Debo Samuel was the number one wide receiver in the NFL in yards per catch. He was also one of the best wide receivers by far before they made the change to run him at running back more than wide receiver. People don't use their brains, they just, like, no offense to the people in here that are thinking this right now. But if you're sitting there going, but Debo's just not a great wide receiver, he's more of a, if they don't run him, then he's not going to be as valuable. You're not thinking clearly, you're regurgitating what someone else told you. The facts and the stats support that Debo was one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, He was the number one yards per catch wide receiver, but he's one of the best fantasy football wide receivers. I believe top five, I'll have to look it up, before the change was made to where he was playing more wide back. Number one, no, no, top five. He was top five wide receiver. Top five or top seven? I'll have to look at the stat. Definitely top ten. And then he moves to more of a running back heavy approach. And now everybody doesn't look at the stats. They just assume that's what he does. He can only do that. They're out of your minds. Debo is a weapon and he's a great wide receiver. He's not a good wide receiver that happens to play wide back. He's a great wide receiver that doesn't even need wide back to be a top five to six to top seven wide receiver. C.D. Lamb has a little bit more risk situationally. Debo's got a little more risk injury wise because you already worry about him a little bit getting banged up right now he gets overworked running the football you worry about injury with him so it's kind of like an even Steven swap I'm gonna say that this is a this is a Mistrial CD lamb and Debo Samuel Mistrial next up we're gonna go with Michael kcpa before I get a little hot and bothered on this one Monty versus Brees Hall. Look, is going to be a lot better than people think. They're going back to the ground and pound. They want to run the football a ton in Chicago.